Praise the Lord. You're quiet. I said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we say thank you for today. We thank you for this last day of the year. We thank you, Lord, because it ties in to a Friday service like this. We thank you, Lord, because you have been with us from January. As Pastor said, we started on a Friday and we're also ending on a Friday. And we look back and all we have was to say, thank you, Lord. You have been faithful. You have been wonderful. You have been gracious to us. In the midst of everything, Lord, we're happy to say that you are our Lord. You are our refuge. We had somewhere to run to. Lord, we say thank you. Lord, even as you speak to us today, Lord, I ask, Lord, that you speak boldly into the lives of people here. Father, Lord, I ask that you use me to utter your words out to your people and your people will be blessed. Lord, everybody that has come here, Father, Lord, I pray that they will live here blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord, for in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen and amen. Please have your seats. Excellent. I'm very expectant today. And I'll tell you why. The message I'm going to share, <laughs> everything is ordained by God. Do you agree to that? I can remember uh, the, Brother Joji was preaching on the 10th, or was it 10th of December. I can't remember the day Brother Joji was preaching. And I was there taking notes. And God moved me from the sermon and started giving me what to write. And he said, write these things down. I want you to deliver this message to your children. And uh, I said, are you sure? And I kept on writing and he kept on, I was typing and it was very clear what God was saying. But after all, I said, God, I'm not due to deliver the message this month till next month. That was what was in the schedule. And uh, I went back, I, I refined the point, and I left it. Then on the 26th, uh, Pastor Francis called me, he traveled. He said, I'm supposed to be coming back this morning. If I can't make it, please stand in for me. Then I said, God, you're, you're going somewhere. And I, I left it at that, and I said, okay, not a problem. But last, last night he called me, oh, I'm in Addis Ababa, I'm on my way, coming. And I said, okay. Pastor Francis will be here this morning. Okay? And I took a back seat. And two hours before service, Pastor said, I came, but I'm not feeling well. Can you take the message? Then I said, okay. God has the purpose for this message going out today. It's to bless someone. I don't know who it is, but the way everything has been orchestrated is for someone to be blessed. So please, it's not, I'm not going to take much of your time. I know it's the end of the year and uh, it's family time. And my message for today is, 2022, what do you see? 2022, what do you see? Okay? And the first text I'm going to read from is from the book of 1 Kings 17, 1 to 7. The book, the book of 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1 to 7. Please, you have to forgive me. I didn't have any slides for you to follow. I had to put everything together quickly and uh, I didn't have time to read the slides. So apologies. But please follow me. And I'll read. And Elijah, the Stishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, 
before whom I stand, there shall be not be dew nor rain this year except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will, be, it will be that you shall drink from the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. There was famine. Are we there? It's almost like 2020, 2021. It has been a year of famine, isn't it? It has been a year of struggling one way or the other. People ill. People not able to travel. People losing jobs. Salary cuts. Am I correct? Almost all of us have no one person or the other. Children schooling online. Very difficult here. If I may put it that way. But one way or the other, God sustained us in this year. He sent the ravens to feed us. He gave us water from the brooks. And that is why we're here today. One way or the other, you made it through 2021. Am I correct? Our families made it. We didn't have a loss of life in this church. It can only be God. If you continue in that passage, you find that the brook dried up. But the Lord sent Elijah to a widow, which also fed him. When I look back 2021, I have to say, God, thank you. You took care of me. Okay? But in everything, there's a season. In everything, in every cycle of life, there's a season. Something must stop and something must start. We will not continue like this. There must be an end. Praise the Lord. And we're going to a new beginning. Now we'll jump to 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41 to 46. And that's where I'm going to zone in. 1 Kings chapter 18, verses 41 to 46. Of course, this is after the battle in Mount Carmel. And Elijah said something. And then Elijah said to Ahab, Get up, eat and drink. For there is the sound of abundance rain. I woke up this morning and it was abundant rain. Praise the Lord. God makes everything perfect. It's not a mistake that it rained today. That's what God is saying. A sound of abundance rain. 2022. I don't know how it's going to happen, but that's what God is saying. Now I will go. So Ahab went up to eat and drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, go up now and look towards the sea. So he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And seven times he said, go again. Seven times he said, go again. And the servant went. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there's a cloud as small as a man's hand. 
rising out of the sea. So he said, go up and say to Ahab, prepare your chariots and go down before the rain stops you. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Those few, those few verses are very, very packed for 2022. There are three characters there. Ahab, okay, an unbeliever that was told to go and eat and feast, which he did, okay? And we had the servant who was the eyes of Elijah. And we had Elijah who was in a place of prayer for it to come to pass. And we're going to look at several points there to ponder for the incoming year. Okay? And the number one point is you have to prepare. Number one, prepare to receive God's word. In this coming year, you need to prepare to receive God's word. Ahab, even as an unbeliever, he received God's word. What did Elijah tell Ahab? Uh, tell Ahab? Son of going eat and drink. There's rain that's coming. Did Ahab go and still remain in, in a sorrowful mood? He stood up to eat and drink. This coming year, people are going to prophesy into your situation. So you, you have to be ready to receive the word of God. You have to be sensitive in the spirit. Don't allow any word that is spoken to your life to drop to the ground. Especially when it's coming from God. One of the easiest ways is doubt. When God says it, when God speaks it, you receive it. Even as Ahab was an unbeliever, he received it. I can imagine what was served to him. I'm not too sure whether he was, he was eating with a good conscience or bad conscience because there was famine out there, but he ate. That we know. This coming year, be sensitive to the word of God. In your care cells, on the pulpit here, even outside, people are going to talk. There are going to be people that will be connecting to you. Be sensitive. The word will drop for you. Number two, you need to have a vision and priority for 2022. Have you noticed where it was? Makano was in the mount. Okay? They were in a vantage position. They were on a hilltop. They were looking for rain. Where do you look for rain? Coming from the sea, isn't it? I believe if I can refresh my geography, it is a law of uh, convection, isn't it? Uh, hot rays hit the land, the water goes down to the sea, it cools it up, and rain, rain falls. Am I correct? Maybe if that ge geography teachers, they will correct me. But he was looking towards the sea. That was where the rain was coming. He was not looking for the rain inland. He had a vision to where he was going to be looking for. Where are you looking? Where's your vision? Where are you looking for your blessing? Are you looking the wrong area? Are you looking to man? 
You should be looking up to who? To God. You need to have a vision. What do you see in 2022? Have you thought about it? Or is it awaiting at the crossover? You will think what 2022 is going to give you. Is it going to give you 2021? Is it going to give you 2020? Believe me, also, in 2021, there are people that made it. All of us are wearing face masks. Imagine the people that had the face mask business. They would have been millionaires now. Am I correct? Big Pharma made money. Vaccines. A lot of people made money. Also, in that time, a lot of people were blessed, even within the pandemic. But it depends on what you see. If we go to Genesis 13, 14 to 15, and the Lord said to Abraham, after the Lord has separated from him, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. In life, what you see is important. Also, is how you see what you see. Is there an opportunity? You cannot grow bigger than the vision that you have. What you see may limit what you go to or what, what you attain. When you think very small, it will end up being small. When God spoke to Abraham, he said, to, As far as you can see, And that's what I'm telling you in 2022. As far as you can see, don't limit yourself. Don't allow 2021 to limit yourself. It was only Abraham that could limit himself. Now, when the lookout was looking for, uh, looking for rain, he was at a vantage position so he could see from all sides. Isn't it? So he was on top of the mountain. Your location is very important. This coming year, some of you will be moved to be blessed. Understand that. You will be moved to be blessed. Because God is concerned. God is there. Spiritually, you should be sensitive. And that's why we need to have a spiritual insight. Everything we do this coming year, we commit it to God's hands. And God will direct us. Pray in the Spirit. Involved in prayer. Let's not miss any prayer meeting. If you can, this coming 22. Because you'll be blessed there. You'll be sensitive in the Spirit to what God is telling you. And when you're confronted with a problem, your answer will be there in a place of prayer. Example two, I give of Abraham. The second example, I'll give you the spies. When they went to Canaan, some saw giants. Some saw a land they couldn't conquer. Some saw blessings. They saw prosperity. They saw a land that they should take. They didn't focus on the problems or the challenges. What I discovered is in 2021, we focused so much on the issues and the problem. We didn't look at the opportunities. Am I correct? Going to 2022, we should not look into that. Because according to what the psalmist says, I look up to the hills, where does my help come from? It comes from God. 
That was the confidence he had. And we will enter 2022 with that confidence that our health comes from the Lord. There's nothing we cannot overcome. Praise the Lord. So number one, prepare to receive the word. Number two, have a vision, have a priority. Have a vision, have a priority. If you have done after service, go and sit down. Write out what you want to see in 2022. Put out your priorities. Take it to the Lord in prayer. If you haven't done so. And God will honor it. Praise the Lord. And as you're doing that, continue magnifying him because it will come to pass. Have you noticed something with Elijah? While Elijah was praying, he didn't go and check for the rain. He prioritized. He delegated. You go and check. You go and check. Seven times. He had other important things to do. Coming here, you need to prioritize. Okay? You need to prioritize. God's work comes first. Family second, if I may say. And then every other thing. But you need to prioritize and see what was important. It will come to pass. But you need to be in a place of prayer. It reminds me, when I'm traveling with my kids, Jesse will just, as soon as we just leave the car, have we reached there yet? Have we gone there? Have we reached there yet? How many more minutes? He's counting by the seconds. Even as I leave the gate, he's already asking. He already, I already have a timer. So I already know where I am because I'm reminded as I'm driving. Have we reached there yet? But you stay focused. Okay? You stay focused. Prioritize and stay focused. Elijah did not stand up. He was not anywhere. He was in one place. It was a servant that was going out and looking. Now the servant had his own job. His own job was to look and see. He was the eyes of Elijah, isn't it? And that comes from the first point. How good at your eyes. The servant could have said, I've seen rain. And when there was no rain or cloud, I didn't say anything. Even the servant could have said, I didn't say anything. But he came back to say, this is what he said. He saw. So that means his vision was very, very good. Number three, we need to be persistent. Am I correct? It's a message for another day. Elijah was bowed down with his head between his knees. That means he was in an attitude of prayer constantly. How many times did the servant go? Seven times. Have you been there before you have applied for several jobs, a thousand jobs, none of them has come, and you want to throw it away? You have to stay in that place. How many rejections have you received? You have to be persistent. How many sales did you make? You have to be persistent. You can't give up. You have a child that is wayward. You have tried all things. You have to be persistent in a place of prayer. You don't give up. You have relatives that are not saved. Please don't give up. The servant could have said, Elijah, boss, I'm not going in anymore. Six times, I'm not doing. I'm done. But it was the seventh time that he saw the cloud. 
I don't know the intervals, but Elijah did not stop praying. He kept on praying. So, as there's abundance of rain, we have to remain in a place of prayer until the rain comes. Because God has promised it, does not mean that you go back and take a back seat. You have to pray until the rain comes. And sometimes someone said, the value of what is lost will determine the urgency of your actions to recover. The value of what is lost will determine the urgency of your actions to recover. Sometimes I see people, when they have problems, they come to the church, isn't it? And then it's very urgent. There's that urgency. I want to recover what I've lost. But please don't wait until you've lost it. The urgency should be there in a place of prayer. That's number three. Be persistent. Number four, be expectant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, be expectant. What did the servant see? He saw a cloud the size of a hand. The size of a hand. That was all that Elijah needed to know that rain was there, that the prayer has been answered. A small cloud. If you're not expectant, things will pass you by. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you enter the year, you're not expecting of anything. You'll just be coasting. But if the word of God says, this is what's going to happen, you have to be expectant. You have to be looking out for it. When Elijah told the servant, go and check whether there's rain, he was checking out. And all he saw was just a cloud. Small. I can imagine the, the size of his, of, of your fist. Can you imagine that in the sky? That was almost like a speck. But that was enough for Elijah to know that rain has come. If I ask you today, what is your expectation for 2022? Do you have it? Praise the Lord. Do you have it? Hallelujah. Yes. I heard Sister Angel. I think that's her voice. She said, yes. I expect everybody to say, yes. I have expectations. You write them down this night. You take them to God in prayer. This is what I'm expecting. By the grace of God, I have my list. I this year I do. I see what God has answered. I move them to Thanksgiving. And I put the other ones to the next 2022. If there's any carryover that God says, wait, I'll put it to 2022. But the list is there. I won't enter it here without any expectation. You like you write an exam, you don't have any expectation what you're gonna make. In Jeremiah 1, 11 to 22. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well. For I am ready to perform my word. A branch of an almond tree that was going to produce almonds. God has, might have moved you to a certain place. You need to be expectant of what he's going to do there. 
in the, in the discipleship training, experiencing God. The question is, God, what are you doing here? What is your plan? What am I doing here? That's a question I want to ask each one of us. Even if you have been here in Oman 10, 15, 20 years, let's go back and ask God, God, what are you doing here? What do you want me to do in this year, in this land? Apart from any reals, there are other things that God wants you to do. So let's go back. And let's ask him. So we have to be expectant in the year and what we see. Number five, be prepared for rain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be prepared for rain. When it rained today, my son came and told me, how are we going to get to church? It's raining. And this is just dawned on me. We don't have an umbrella. So we're not prepared for the rain. So come to church, we're going to get wet. If the rain had continued, we were not prepared for the rain. We were not prepared for the blessings. The worst thing that can happen to you as a Christian is not to be prepared for your blessings. And it can cause you a disaster when you're not prepared for a blessing because before it comes around, it will take a while. In Africa, we have what we call as first rains. I'm not too sure, maybe you might have that in India also. We call it the first rains. That's the first rains of the season. Okay? Because in most places in Africa, you have the rainy season and you have the dry season. Now, in the rainy season, there's that first rain that comes. And that first rain usually comes very strongly. In as much as people are praying for rain after a dry season, most times they're not prepared. It will take off roofs. It will take off ceilings. Because they were not prepared for the first rain. It causes a lot of damage because they're just used to the dry environment of the dry season. We can get used to the dry season and not be ready for the rain when it comes, for the blessing. So as a church, we have to open ourselves and get ready for the blessings that will come. Whether it's people. As individuals, we have to be ready for the blessing that will come. For the rain, it will come. But you have to be ready. Did you notice Elijah? Elijah was dressed, and I think they were dressed mostly like tunic. Okay? As soon as he saw that fist, he grabbed his tunic and tucked it in. Am I correct? Ready for the rain. The rain has not started. But he had already dressed himself up, ready. How ready are you? Sometimes God does not show us our blessings because we are not ready for it. We're not ready for it. We're not prepared for it. Some of us would have started business, but we're thinking of it small. Have we expanded it? Have we thought after this stage, what's the next stage? Third stage, fourth stage? Have you looked at your company and said, oh, 
I'm going to be promoted to this level. You have finished school. Have you thought of the university you're going to? Have you taken a step towards it? Yeah, even in, in, in high school, yeah, have you thought that these exams, these are the grades I'm going to get? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Milton. Um, have you thought about it? Have you enlarged your course to receive all the blessing that is coming your way? In the parts of North America and some other places, when it comes time for winter, you have to change your tires to snow tires. So you have more traction, isn't it? That's you are ready for that environment. So what am I telling you? Be prepared for the downpour. As God will bless you, you have to be prepared. And the reason why I'm telling you to be prepared, what happened to Elijah when he tucked in his tunic? What did he do? He ran. <laughs> he ran. And he ran ahead of who? Ahead of who? Ahab. Was Ahab running? Was Ahab running? He was on what? He was on a chariot. And what pulls a chariot? So Elijah ran faster than horses. I want you to imagine that. Now, he didn't do that for 10, 10, 10, uh, 100 meters dash, like Usain Bolt would do in 9.8 uh, seconds. He did it for kilometers from Carmel to Jezreel. I think that should be, I don't think it's less than 20 kilometers. I'm not too sure, but I have to go and check. 22 miles. Thank you very much. 22 miles. So that's what I'm also talking about 40 kilometers or thereabouts. Running ahead of horses. Supernatural speed. And when you're ready in this year, you're ready. God will give you supernatural speed. You recover what you have lost. Whatever you look at 2021, you have lost. You recover it. It just takes God to give you that supernatural speed and for you to be ready. Imagine Elijah in his disaster and God is giving him speed. That's the way he'll be running. He can't. But he talked himself in, ready. And then he started running. And yet, if you tell me, that's the fastest man that has ever lived. I'm not too sure of anybody else that can outrun a horse or chariot. And don't forget, Ahab was a king. So it would have been the best horses. It would be someone that's the horse that's almost half dead. The king would have had the best. It's very, very important. Because where you see that you didn't make progress in the last two years, God will turn it around. Your ministry, God will turn it around. Amen. Your finances, it will turn around. Amen. It just means God, for you to connect with the right person or to connect with God and God will tell you where to go. It can happen, no man. It can happen anywhere else. But you just have to be sensitive and ready. Brother Kibe and the keyboardists, please. Uh, there's a song I want us to take before I conclude. 
you don't mind, there shall be showers of blessings. That's what I feel, there shall be showers of blessings. Whatever blessings you're thinking of, well, let's sing it as we as as Brother Kide comes and just, just leads us in that song. And I'll There shall be showers of blessings. This is the promises of love. There shall be seasons refreshing. Sent from the Savior above. Showers of blessings. Showers of blessings we need. Mercy drops round us are falling. But for the showers we Showers, showers of blessings. 
and uh, choir this of blessing 2020 this is what I see hope you see that blessings comes in various forms the person who could have been waiting to give his life to Christ will give his life to Christ uptaking your ministry God will see you through you are academic God will bless you the works of your hands, God will bless it. Your spiritual work, God will bless it. I see people growing spiritually in their walk with the Lord. Getting ready for his coming. Those are the blessings I see. That is what I see. But what are you seeing? Is my question. 2022, what do we see? Praise the Lord. 